Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and business coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence so that you can create the abundant life and profitable business you truly love and deserve. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best version of yourself and share your authentic magic with the world. Are you with me? Here we go. Beautiful humans, hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Evie, I'm your host, and I am so excited to be back here with you. Happy New Year, happy 2023. It is now sort of mid-January at the time of recording this, and I'm really excited for this year ahead, and I hope you are too. So this one is all about how to ensure that you're creating an epic 2023 year for yourself. How do I really ensure that this is your best year yet? So I'm going to guide you through a little bit of a goal setting, intention setting type practice that I personally do and recommend to all my clients. So I think there's some beautiful journal prompts and some some guides here, if you like, to help you guide uh, that process for yourself. And also just me just sharing a bit about me and my world and my year ahead and a little bit about why this is so important. So lots of juicy stuff to talk about today. And I just really love this time of year. I think it is, there's always like that renewed kind of sense of energy and freshness and newness and excitement for the year ahead. Maybe some nerves as well, like the anticipation kind of thing. Remember anxiousness, nervousness and excitement are physiologically the same uh, experience in our body. It's the same physical reaction. It's just that we label it in a different way, right? So remember but that one. Uh, and yeah, I'm just excited to be here and to be back podcasting. If you've been listening for a while now, you'll know that I'm still currently on maternity leave, but am dipping my toes back into my business a whole lot more in the coming weeks, doing a few more episodes for you all uh, to listen to ahead. And then we will be starting the mastermind really soon, which I am so incredibly excited for. So yes, still officially on sort of holidays and maternity leave and just really soaking up uh, that part of my life at the moment. But yeah, it also feels really, really excited to be sitting down here in my coaching office on this this sunny afternoon and recording this podcast for you because I just love, love, love my work. I love what I do and I love being of service. I love this podcast. It's one of my favorite things to do in the business. If you haven't heard already, I feel like I probably say that every single episode. (laughs) And yeah, I'm just excited for it, uh, you know, excited for the things to come, the plans to come that I have, yeah, written down, intentions, goals, etc. So anyway, more on me later, but let's set the scene first and foremost. Okay, so I just wanted to sort of riff on this first and foremost before we actually get into the reflective part and actually goal setting. Why do we need to do this? 
I feel like I've probably naturally always been one of those people that are really driven and motivated and always want to have a goal to work on. And I would have been one of those people that have written down New Year's resolutions all the time. Um, You know, this is well before my coaching days, right? Well before I did all this internal work on myself. And so naturally this kind of stuff excites me, right? But I know for a lot of people it doesn't. And I now have a whole new sense of why we need to do this. And I really understand it from a psychology point of view. And now coaching numerous women through so many different parts of their lives and their businesses, I really get that why this is so important. So here here goes. This is my little spiel on it. We really need to be reflecting and setting intentions or setting goals, whatever you want to call them. It doesn't actually have to be a goal as such, but an intention or something that's really important or becoming more aware of what's really important for us. And that is so crucial because we are we are co-creators. We co-create our existence, our realities, our lives with the universe or whatever you want to call it. So we're constantly co-creating with the universe in every moment. And so if we're not reflecting, if we're not becoming aware and getting really clear on what it is that we want and how we want to live our lives, essentially living an intentional and authentic life, then we live off autopilot. We're living in autopilot mode. And you see the downside to living in autopilot is that we are then basically living on our default pattern. I like to call it our default or autopilot. Uh, some people might to call it uh, the blueprint. And that's essentially living off the old stories, the belief systems, the mindsets, the habits that we used to have and that we've adopted from you know years, from our childhoods, from our upbringings, from conditioning, etc. And so often... That blueprint or our autopilot mode, our default mode, is actually not really serving us. So so many times, you know, we, we pick up on these old conditionings, these beliefs, we get taught a certain way, or we pick up on these things, and we make stuff mean things. And if we don't pause and reflect and stop and do some of the inner work to start to change some of that stuff that doesn't serve us any longer, then we'll just be constantly living off autopilot. And... If the autopilot mode is not serving us, then we're not really going to be creating the life that we want. We're not going to be feeling all of the wonderful things that we want to feel on a day-to-day basis if we haven't done the, the work to change that around, right? And so what happens is that we tend to live our lives reacting to life, reacting to things that happen, instead of being really proactive. And so... You know, this is not about, you know, wearing rose tinted glasses and toxic positivity and all of that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. You know, I I really believe that, you know, life is going to life, I like to say. Life will always continue to throw us challenges, throw us hurdles, throw us some curveballs from time to time. You know, that's just a part of life. And those things are helping us to grow, to develop our, our, um, yeah, to develop ourselves and to evolve. And they're there to support us, right? And, you know, sometimes we can't always reason those things. But, you know, life is always going to challenge us and, and force us to grow in ways. And so it's never about avoiding those challenges. It's never about living in the disillusion that everything is going to be, you know, perfect, quote unquote, or, 
um, you know, no, it's not about like ignoring those things or sweeping them un, un, under the carpet or just, you know, choosing not to believe in those things or whatever it might be. Because, you know, that's not reality. That's not sustainable. You know, we can't, yeah, we can't live in that sort of perfectionism world for very long in at least in, you know, a happy, uh, happy, healthy state, right? So it's never about like avoiding those things, but it's really about living your life for you, creating an extraordinary life for you. And so when we have done the inner work, when we have got rid of some of those old stories, the beliefs, the autopilot stuff, the blueprint that wasn't serving us anymore, then we're far more equipped, one, to deal with those challenges and those hurdles, but also then to come back to our center, to come back to our soul's voice, our authentic voice, to come back to our mission, to come back to what's important for us, to start living more authentically, to start living with purpose, to start living with you know a sense of fulfillment and aligning things to your highest self. And so that's why I encourage you all to sit down and review 2022, review your last year. And actually this, this kind of work is, um, is pretty standard regardless of what year it is, right? So swap and change out the years if you're listening to this at a future date um, and want to come back to this podcast episode. So it's less about what year it is, but you know, review the last year or review the last period of time that's gone past, you know, take the lessons get rid of the stuff that's no longer serving you and then get intentional about what it is that you want 2023 to be for you or this new year to be for you. So I really, really, really encourage you to do this. It doesn't need to take long, just some intentional quiet time, maybe outside of the sunshine, maybe it's going to a new place or experience and just sitting down and getting really clear on these things. Because if we don't, we live on autopilot. If we do, then we get to be really intentional and we get to co-create with the universe in a really, really beautiful, powerful way. And that's how you create an epic year, an epic life. Okay, so as I mentioned in my last podcast episode, I reflected on the last year and I shared some of my biggest lessons and reflections. And I also shared a bit about how to reflect for yourself and why it's so important. So go back and listen to that one if you are interested to ha- sort of heal a, a big deep dive into that reflective process. But I just wanted to sort of review some of those key things in case you haven't listened to that episode. Because before we rush ahead and set goals, I want you to pause and reflect and take the wisdom, take the lessons and celebrate yourself for everything that you are and everything that you've experienced and achieved and created and journeyed through, have grown through over the last year. And then what we can do is start to think about what we want to take forward with us and then we can move into the new year and new goals and new intentions, etc. So here's a couple of questions that you might want to journal on to sort of help you guide that process. And just a little disclaimer before I go into any of the journal prompts or questions that I'm going to share with you now. There is no right or wrong way to do this. These are just a few suggestions to prompt you to start, you know, getting the juices going, to start thinking bigly, uh, bigly, <laughs> there's that even a word, to think bigger, to, yeah, to really open up your mind and, yeah, see it in a different way. So reflect. In this last year, what am I most proud of? What am I most proud of? 
What did I achieve, experience or create? What did I go through last year? And this is when it might be a really nice idea to go back over your calendar or your diary, whatever you use to sort of structure and and plan your life. What did you actually do? I find this actually really, really helpful because I think so often our minds are really good at this is that we can kind of delete and forget about so much of what's happened. So go back in your diary, go back into your calendar and go back to January, February, March, etc. and kind of go through the year. What did I do? What was going on for me? What were some of the big lessons? What were some of the big things that I did? What did I spend a lot of time and energy on in the last year? What did I experience? What did I do? What did I create? All of those beautiful things and start writing down some of the things that you're most proud of and really take a moment to celebrate yourself for those things. Then the next section is about what are your lessons? What were the big things that I learned last year? Maybe there was a few challenges. Maybe there was some wobbles along the way. Maybe there was some mindset shifts that you did. Maybe, uh, you know, you've really stepped out of your comfort zone in several occasions. What did you learn through those processes? What did you learn through those experiences? What were some of your key lessons for last year? And then the next section is, what am I letting go of? So what are the, maybe it's the habits, the mindsets, uh, the things that are no longer serving you, that you want to leave behind, that you want to let go of, that you know is not serving you and it's not something that you want to bring forward into the new year. So this is where we want to be you know, radically honest with ourselves here, get really clear on what was some of the things that actually is better to leave behind. So what am I letting go of? What am I releasing? What am I choosing not to bring forward into this new year? And then the flip of that is what do I want to bring forward with me? What are some of the the lessons that I want to take forward with me? What some of the new mindsets, the new energy, the new, maybe there's, um, you know, another layer of authenticity that you want to bring forward that's really come out in this last year or, you know, what are some of the, the, the motivation, the goals, the mission, the purpose? What's, what's that stuff that you want to bring forward with you into this new year? And then, of course, if you had set uh, or created a, a word or a couple of words for this last year for yourself, which we'll move into in this new section for the next year. But if you did that for yourself for last year, it'd be a really wonderful time to sort of pause and reflect on those words and see how they manifested for yourself Um, I always think that that part's really fun and really fascinating. Oh, how these intuitive words land so beautifully for ourselves, either at the end of the following year or the start of the new year, and how they play out for us in this last year. So write down some of those key things, reflect on that, journal on that one. Um, I've always find that so fun and so fascinating. I hope you do too. Alrighty, now we are shifting gears into this new year 2023 more about some goal setting intention setting etc so what I want you to think about first is going really broadly and journaling on a couple of these questions for yourself again these are just guides these are just suggestions you do what you want to do with this process there's no right or wrong Uh, I just suggest that you spend some time 
contemplating this, writing it down. I think words on paper is always really therapeutic and really helpful to kind of get it out of our minds. So often we can kind of be thinking about these things or mulling these things over, but it's not until they're actually down on paper that we we see them with so much more clarity, but it also becomes... I want to say so much more real, yeah, more tangible and more like, yes, that's what's happening. Yes, this is what I want to create for this new year. Okay, so going really wide, I want you to think about what's really important to you. What are some of the things that you really value? So what's really important to you? What's really important to you for this new year? And what do you really value? And therefore, what do you want to prioritize? What do you want to prioritize in this new year? So you might like to do like a little inventory type thing or a review of each of the areas of your life and think about, you know, what's really important. Maybe it's key areas of your life that you really want to prioritize or maybe within each area of your life, there's a key thing or a couple of things that you really want to prioritize. So thinking, you know, your house, thinking about your your soul, thinking about your relationships, your romantic relationships, your friendships, your family connections, etc. Maybe it's your career or your business. Um, what other areas of your life are you wanting to, yeah, create some more newness, some more energy, love, etc.? What do you want to prioritize? What's really important to you? So based on those things, then we can kind of do the next step down, which is what do you want to achieve, experience, feel or create in 2023 or this new year? What do you want to achieve, experience, feel or create? And just start writing. I, I really encourage you to not sense yourself in this process and just you know, blurt it out, I want to say, write it down on paper and just let it flow. What do you want? What do you want to feel? What do you want to create? What do you want to experience? Write it all down. If you're a more structured, systematic person, then maybe you want to go through each of those areas of your life and just review them and see what's what's happening where and what do you want to feel, experience, achieve or create. Or it's just like a blurt it out on paper, there's less, uh, less structure to it, but just write those things down. Okay, and then once you've done that, you might like to think about, or actually, delete that. (laughs) Not think, feel. This is more of an intuitive process. But just thinking about some of the things that you want to feel and achieve and create. Thinking about your year, what's really important to you, what you most value and what you really want to prioritize. Is there a word or a couple of words or a little phrase that is going to encompass those things? The, the, The thing that you want 2023 to be about. So what is your word for the year or words for the year? So like I said at the start, it's less about thinking, it's more about feeling. Often, uh, you know, these words land intuitively. It's just like something that's just coming to you or nagging at you or it feels really right. So use your intuition here. What do you want this year to be about? What do you want 2023 to be about? Another way of thinking about this, if there's not so, you know, not a strong word coming to you, is just journaling on this question. What would you most like to experience in 2023? 
What would you most like to experience? When I say experience, it's also about like, what do you want to feel? How do you want to feel on a day-to-day basis in this new year? That might give you, uh, you know, some clues to if there's a word that's coming to you there or, or multiple words. It can be a couple of words if you like, but generally there's sort of a, a theme to it, right? There's an overarching feeling or theme or uh, yeah, thing that you want this year to be about. So based on your journaling so far, you might have your word or your words for the year and you might have a whole lot of ideas down of how you want to feel, what you want to achieve, what you want to create, what you want to experience in this new year. And so now we might want to sort of refine that slightly if you want. Depends on, you know, who you are, your personality, how you like to do this process and sort of how much you've written so far. If you're like me and you've got a whole massive list of things, you might want to sort of refine that slightly. So is there like some key things that you really want to feel, experience and create this year? Is there or you might want to sort of group them into categories or areas of your life, so to speak? Maybe you want to do like a few personal things and then you want to do a few business things if you have your own business, for example. So you can do that process kind of separately for your business if you like, Um, or it could kind of be lumped into one because, you know, so often our businesses are an extension of us. So I hear you when it can feel like it's kind of one and the same thing. So what do you want to feel, experience, create this year? Write it down, sort of group them together, maybe find a little bit more um, like like organize them slightly and then maybe you want to sort of think about what are your key priorities based on those things what are really important depending on how many you have and then I want you to think about writing them into a a goal or an intention so it doesn't actually have to be a goal as such uh, or it could be more of an intention or you know creating more of your word for the year you know your feeling etc so what are those things and I want you to write them as, I want to say, write them as coaching goals. If you've coached with me before, if you've worked with me before, you'll know exactly what I do with this process and you'll be all over it. So write them like coaching goals. If you haven't experienced coaching before um, or worked with me before, then coaching goals are really emotive. It's less about like, you know, run 10Ks or lose X amount of weight or, you know, find your dream relationship or whatever it might be it's more about the feeling so I want you to get sort of like write down what it is that you want so let's just say an exercise one because that's really easy to kind of comprehend so say you your goal is I want to run 10ks or go a layer deeper so if you were to run 10ks how are you going to feel like what is that actually giving you what do you really want to experience or achieve or feel in order to 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 you know run those 10k's right so maybe it's that you want to feel more vibrant you want to feel fitter you want to feel stronger um whatever it might be then go a layer deeper to that so why do you want to feel that way I'm always about like why so ask yourself the deeper question go the layer deeper so you want to feel more vibrant you want to feel more energized maybe you want to feel more loving towards yourself maybe you want to feel more confident in your own skin maybe you want to have that sense of achievement or fulfillment or um, you know maybe it's that running gives you you know that endorphin kick and you just absolutely love the feeling of that so whatever those things are for you go a layer deeper and really thinking about like what are the emotive words how do you want to feel 
really create them with heart and soul, right? Write goals with soul, not about, you know, the, the real tangible run 10k stuff, write it about how you want to feel. Because remember, life is all about is all about emotions and feelings. We're, we're these beautiful humans that have big, bold feelings and emotions. And that's, that's what life's about, right? So it's about what do those external tangible things give you? How do they make you feel? And then if you can create from that place, then they'll be way more fulfilling, way more rewarding and way more accurate. I want to say, you know, it's not necessarily about that specific tangible thing. So often it's about the internal stuff that goes on behind the scenes or how it makes us feel. So write them down uh, and yeah, have fun with it. Okay, and then the third sort of phase or step of this process is to then get really strategic and thinking about what it is that you need to do or implement or grow into or put in place to support you to manifest, achieve, create, experience those things for yourself. So under each of your key goals or your key areas that you really want to focus on, think about, you know, what are the mindsets that I need to implement, work on, create, uh, you know, really foster for myself? What are some of the tangible things that I need to do in order to support myself to achieve this goal? Is there external supports or things that I need to do? What are the like action steps? What are the things that you need to do to experience and create the things that you really want? Is there new habits? Is there resources that you need? Is there conversation? Are there conversations that you need to have with certain people? Do you need to reach out to so and so? What support do you need to achieve the things that you want to achieve? And another thing, I, I feel like I'm making this like, <laughs> I'm giving you so many options here and I don't want to like overcomplicate it or confuse you in any way, but I know that we're all just such different humans and some people love this way and some people like doing it a different way. So this is an option, <laughs> is that you might like to divide it into like each quarter of the year. This is how I recommend it if you have a business and you're doing business specific goals is to work in quarters. So Every three months, so January to March, for example, would be the first or the end of March would be the first quarter. So dividing up your time into in that way, you know, what am I really prioritizing and focusing on in that first quarter of the year? Then what am I prioritizing and focusing on the second quarter, etc. So you might like to do that if you want to. Again, I think this works really well for business or specific kind of real tangible achievable goals. Sometimes the personal ones might be a longer period of time that you need to, you know, to really create the change that you want to in that area of your life. And so in that case, I wouldn't necessarily put a time frame on it. Um, but, you know, some people love doing that. So if that's you, do it. And then, of course, put it in the calendar, put it in your diary, start to implement some of those action steps, because remember, it's, it's the goals, it's the intentions, it's seeing it often, it's, you know, putting the stuff on your vision board, writing it down on post-it notes around the house, putting it in the Think Up app, whatever you like to use, so that you often hear it, see it, are reminded of these things, so you're way more likely to achieve those things and actually implement the change that you want in your life. So, I'm excited for you. I'm really, really excited for you. That's sort of my reflection and goal setting process. Again, look, 
know to right or wrong. I've given you loads of like insights and some uh, hopefully some inspiration there, some guidance to support you with this process. But look, the the thing that I want you to take away the most is that doing it in some way, you know, reflecting, getting clear and creating something for yourself moving forward is far better than nothing. If we don't, then we live off autopilot and often our autopilot is not the things that are really serving us. So I really, really encourage you to get really clear, be intentional and start creating some magic for yourself. Okay, and for the last little bit, I know this is quite a long podcast already and I didn't want it to be a really long one, but... (laughs) I talk too much. I did want to share a little bit about uh, my word for the year, my intentions for the year. Um, Again, this is just going to be a little snapshot and um, yeah, I don't want to bore you with with all the things, but I also know that it's really exciting and inspiring and interesting to hear about other people's words for the year. I know that's certainly the case for me, so I wanted to share them with you here. So my word for the year landed end of last year end of December 2022 and the word is impact impact and (laughs) it's a funny one I feel like I need to explain this because for me so much is encompasses so much is encompassed by this word impact for me it means so much more than literally just those letters so for me impact is about really creating And I want to say like even more because I feel like I already have so much of this in my life already. But this year is really about decluttering, is about getting rid of the stuff that no longer serves me or is no longer in alignment. I've done heaps of this in the past, but it's almost like there's another layer of that, like to get brutally, uh, radically honest with myself about that and really ditch all the crap and really coming back to what's important for me so that everything that I do in my life is impactful in a really beautiful positive way for me myself personally for my little girl for my family for my relationships for my business for my beautiful clients for my community and for the world no I want to be spending my time doing the things that really matter that are creating impact and I think Partly why this word has landed so beautifully and so strongly for me is is because I've recently become a new mama. And so you realize how precious time is and that, you know, you know, life is so precious and life is so short. I know it's so cliche, but it really, really is. And so it's like no more BS. It's like cutting the crap and actually doing the things that are impactful for me, that create the most impact. And yeah, it's about living a really beautiful, intentional, aligned life. I thought I'd share a little snippet from my journal uh, from earlier this year. Actually, the 1st of January, 7am, 7.03am. I must have been up early that day. Yes, I was. I think I started writing my goals at like 5am on the 1st of January this year. Isn't that so funny? Um, Partly probably because I was up early feeding beautiful Blake and then obviously was like, 
I'm going to create my goals right now, feeling really inspired. Um, Okay, so I said clean out and condense my life. I want everything I own, do, create, spend time on, etc. to be of impact and meaning and purpose to me and my life slash my mission. If it's not adding to my life in a positive way, then it has to go. Declutter your life and home a lot and it'll help you find clarity. Simple, intentional living with impact. So I feel like that gives you a little snapshot, a little insight into uh, a bit more about that word for me. And I think also, you know, I just really feel the sense, especially since becoming a mom and sort of rebirthing this new version of myself, is that I, I just really feel like impact and my mission is so important. It always has been important, 100%. And you'll hear that in you know, go back into all the old podcast episodes, I'm sure you'll hear how much I freaking love this work and how much it means to me. Uh, but I just feel like this, yeah, this new sense of purpose and meaning and like fire and fuel behind my mission. And it just, you know, this renewed sense of why I'm doing what I'm doing and how important this work is. I just opened up one of my beautiful journals and there was a card that had been written and sent to me from one of my beautiful clients who I'd worked with in life coaching and now business coaching for many months, uh, probably a good year and a half or so. And she was just, you know, sharing her her love and her gratitude and her, her thanks for my beautiful support of this time. And it just really like, it reminded me and I and I really don't need too much reminded because it's like the fire in my belly is so freaking strong right now. <laughs> but it reminded me of why I do what I do and why this work is so, so important. You know, this is the stuff that changes people's lives. It's the stuff that changed my life for the better and continues to change my life for the better. And there's no better feeling than that is is helping people and creating beautiful impact in their lives. If they can feel so much more themselves, so much more authentic, confident, if they can, you know, create a beautiful supportive mindset, dial down their inner critic, have a beautiful sense of self-worth again. And also if they're creating the businesses that really allow their authentic magic to shine, to share that with the world, to create soulful businesses that support, inspire, uplift, create positive change in people's lives and in the world then uh, I just like there's not much better right I just that just honestly gets me so fired up it gets me really emotional when I say that as well and that's what I'm here to do and so you know my work my business my this is you know me being of service and creating impact in that way but it's also about having fun and enjoying life and creating beautiful impact in my own personal world as well, you know, with my family, with my loved ones, with my beautiful girl, you know, yeah, just, I feel like impact sort of encompasses so much of it. And so that is my word for the year. I'm really excited for it. I feel it already. And yeah, I'm really excited to see this, you know, make manifest this year. And in terms of the business, oh my goodness, there's so much coming. I feel like maybe I should do a separate podcast episode on this actually. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so much exciting things to come. You know, this year is probably less about a big growth spurt in the business, although I will absolutely be continuing to grow and expand the business, but probably more in, uh, I guess the word maintenance comes to me here. I don't really like that word, but 
you know, you know what I mean, is like really just serving the beautiful clients that I have, really fostering the Strategy and Soul Mastermind, which I'm freaking pumped for, which is starting really soon. There'll be another round of that in six months time, sort of mid of the year as well. So if you're interested, make sure you send me a DM or get yourself on the wait list for that one. So you're first to know about it. And uh, yeah, there will be a few very, very limited high level one-to-one coaching spots available for life and business. So if that's you as well, definitely get yourself on the wait list because these won't last long and there is very limited spots for these. Uh, All of the links are going to be in the show notes or they're on my website as well. So if you want to go check them out or find out any more information, it's all there. Otherwise, of course, come chat with me on Instagram, send me a DM. I love hanging out there and hearing from you all and, and yeah, and talking about this. So sort of that's my key focus, like I said, I'm not I'm not going to go too much into detail about my business goals or other goals, but I wanted to share my word for the year because I'm excited about it. And I would love to hear what your word or words are for this year. If you want to come share them with me, please do come over on Instagram, DM me, Evelyn Roberta Kelly is my handle. I love, love, love hearing about your words. It honestly gets me so excited. I feel so lit up and inspired and I really feel them for you too. So yeah, hit me up there if you want to share them. But here's to a magical, magical 2023. I hope it's an impactful one for you too. I hope it's filled with so much love, with so much joy, happiness, fulfillment, meaning, purpose, healing, growth, expansion, abundance, all of the magical words and more. You know, I I really hope that it's, uh, you know, everything that you want to create. And look, you have the power to co-create. You have the power to create your life, to create your business, to create your careers, your relationships, your lives as, as you want. You know, you are in the driver's seat. You're the author. You absolutely can create this. And so go forward, write it down, get intentional, do the work, show up consistently. And yeah, I'm excited for you. Sending you so much love, so much light. Uh, Yeah, I've just loved recording this episode for me. It's put me in the best mood. I have the biggest smile on my face. So I'm radiating all of that beauty and love to you. And um, yeah, look forward to hearing from you really soon. And I'll be back with another episode shortly. Big love. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.